0: Breezy, <laughs> gritty, <that> <laughs> nose. Season three, Peachy, CD, Gritty, It's, that nine and it's about that time, everybody turn <laughs> your TVs on. The Mo's nose, Peachy, Breezy, and Fair to God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine at <laughs> all. We need two gorilla silver back, now silver. You know it's busting
1: the discussion because we get it in. Every time you know we grindin' I was 8 to 10 We always play to win, the faithful going hard It's Wayne, Breezy, Beachy, moles nose and fear to God
0: Let's get it Nitty gritty, this the light is tall Don't like it, better take a walk Nitty gritty, this the lightest is tall We outline players up and show Nitty gritty, this the lightest is tall Don't like it, better take a walk
1: I don't know what happened there. We're having some technical difficulties, kind of not for (laughs) What's going on, people? We didn't get to finish the intro, uh, but we are here. Yes, we are back. Peachy, what's going on, sis? How you doing,
2: man? Let me tell you, when you think that you're going to have like the perfect day at work where everything's just going to go smooth because inventory starts tomorrow, then some fool decides that they want to do donuts through our parking lot. So, <laughs> um, he not only was doing donuts through the parking lot, but he almost hit one of our employees. So, had to deal with that and being an admin, I had to wrap up the paperwork and all that good <laughs> stuff. So, after thinking it's going to be just smooth and everything's going to be cool. Nope.
1: <laughs> can you hear no. me?
2: Yes, I can hear you.
1: That's crazy because I can't hear you. I'm going to drop off real quick. Okay. You handle the show. I'll be right back.
2: Okay. Hey, can you guys hear me? Hello, anybody? Am I muted? What's up? What's going on? Can you hear me? Oh, okay, cool. All right, so it must be Mose. All right, well, everybody knows that my name's Peachy. Brizzy will join us later. He is um, rehearsing, and he'll be on later. Uh, Not sure, like, I could hear Mo's. I don't know why he couldn't hear me, but anyway, we'll figure it out. But like I was saying, like, my work day was crazy, but you guys don't want to hear about that. You guys want to talk about um, everything we have going on. Basically, this is going to be our show that we're running. So um, we would like to thank all of you guys for tuning in if you could grab the link on twitter and share it that would be great because uh we're trying to get the attendance up on these shows now that football has started back right now we got training camp going on it's real exciting so i'm very um glad that that's what we have going on right now because (laughs) there's a lot to talk about a whole lot to talk about so we definitely want to uh, start by like, commenting, and subscribing on YouTube at The Wayne Breezy. Very important for you guys to do that. We also are on follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NGN Talk. I'm not sure if we're on um, Threads yet. But I don't see that on here, so it's fine. Then we also want you guys to follow, subscribe, and join us on Facebook at Nitty Gritty Niners. We're trying to get that attendance up for the new season, too. So that would be great. Can you hear me, Boz?
1: I can hear you. I all right, care. we're good, we're good because, now.
2: Because they could hear you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was going on.
2: Not it, a problem.
1: It, it, and it, and it always happens like this, right? I'm the IT guy. I do this every day, all day. <laughs> and as soon as I get in this studio behind this computer, it's always some type of technical difficulty. Right. I'm sure at some point the internet is going to go out. Now that's not a technical difficulty. That's probably one of my kids messing with my Ethernet cable downstairs. Yeah, but we'll get it all figured out.
2: <laughs> not a problem. So we're just doing formalities. Um, and then if you want to send us an email, and you guys, we're still wanting pictures of anything that, or video or anything you guys have at training camp, you will get credit for it. Breezy's been doing it all week long. He's been giving people credit when they send him videos, when they send him quotes, anything, pictures that they get from training camp. So you can email us at nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. We also still have our shop up at nittygrittyninershop.com. That's going to be moving over to the TWBN shop pretty soon. Um, I think I think that might be all we got in. The, oh, we have one more. Um, be sure that when, when you get your Niners gear that you shop www.residency.com and use promo SF breezy. And it's really important for a lot of you guys that are shopping over there to do that because you get a discount when you do that. So it's something that you completely want to do. You definitely want to make sure. Like I said, we thank all of you guys um, so much for hanging with us, for being with us. It's important as usual, so we definitely want to get that started. But let's uh, let's get it started, Moes. Let's do it. Got train camp going on.
1: <laughs> Listen, we 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 always knew that when this time came. Uh, when the pads came on, the the intensity level was going to rise. Yes. So it should be no surprise to any of us the things that, you know, <laughs> transpired today. And I'm sure we're gonna get into all of it, but mm-hmm. the pads come on. Uh now you can be a little bit more free with your aggression or aggression, yes. mm-hmm. that aggressiveness. So uh I, I love to see it from this team. I love to see the hunger, I love to see the fight.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, I'll tell you what, I, I was happy today because um, Trey has been getting a lot of, of craziness coming his way. I was glad that he had a good day today. I was very glad that he did. The pads came on. They said that he just looked different. Uh, he looked more poised. He looked more confident out there, you know, just like in regular, you know, game form. So that was cool. Um, That was really, really awesome. Brock, um, Brock's day was okay. He's got to shake off some rust, you know, um, still trying to get that arm working. I'm sure he's going to be fine too. Um, Sam, it was decent. Um, Moes, if you want to find the the stats from today, I think my echo posted them, I think, or something like that.
0: Yeah, he did. So we can
2: kind of go over those. But um, in the meantime, uh, okay, you know what? This is me and Mo's show today, so we're fixing to talk about the fight.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I see Callie I see Cali yes, in the in the yeah. in the chat. He said, yep, "Who was scrapping?" Callie said,
2: "Who was scrapping?"
1: Well, sir. So we about the, uh, to
2: get into it.
1: Apparently, huh. the <laughs> first per the, the first person to set it off uh, was, was somebody who I. Y'all know, y'all know the show. Y'all know me quite well. Somebody who I, I'm a little bit hard on, Uh and I don't know a, a lot of stuff. This young fella been doing in the offseason, season. I feel mm-hmm. like he's trying to get in my good graces, <laughs> but but Jawan Jennings, he wasn't having none of it today. No, <laughs> J- Jawan Jennings was ready mm-hmm. for all the <laughs> smoke. So
2: yes, uh
1: Jawan Jennings was ready to go. Uh, I read somewhere else that. Uh, wide receiver Tay Martin and Quantres Knight got into a little scuffle. Yes. They were swinging back and forth.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh so, so so the boys out here, listen, <laughs> especially these the these younger guys, they're trying to make this roster. Um and I feel like maybe uh, you know, Jennings has always been one of the, you know, the more feisty competitive. He's he's one of those he's one of those dogs you talk about, right? You you may not see his impact on the stat sheet. You may not see 12 catches for 200 yards and four touchdowns. You may not get that from Jawan Jennings. His impact on the game is the stuff that's not measured. It's his intensity. It's his effort. It's his blocking. It's his ability to get in there and to lay somebody out. And I feel like part of what got Jennings fired up a little bit is uh, recently he he reposted a tweet um, about the block that he had on – uh Trayvon Diggs. Yes. And he said, I can't wait to see that boy again. And then Trayvon responded by saying, Boy, you will never line up across from me in your life. So they had a little back and forth on Twitter. So mm-hmm. maybe that that interaction kind of got Jennings riled up a little bit. Maybe he felt the disrespect to saying, Oh, you don't think I'm a number one or a number two wide receiver mm-hmm. that I'll line up across from you? Um Right. So uh, it, it it maybe that it got him fired up. Another thing that I was thinking is maybe he's taking the Brandon Ayuk route. You know, uh, there was a, the, the talk. You know, a couple of seasons ago, Brandon Ayuk in the doghouse had a, a meeting with Kyle Shanahan where they hashed it out, and then from there he kind of elevated his game. You know, uh, this past uh, last season in training camp, mm-hmm. uh, Ba was the one who got into the fight with Fred Warner. So I don't know. Maybe Jennings is trying to you know, tag on to that, get some of that type of juice and kind of bring that energy a little bit. But listen, I I love it. I love his energy. I love his intensity. The only issue that I have with Juwan, and you guys know it, is him dropping the football. But uh, one thing that I will never complain about Juwan Jennings is his effort and his energy, um, the juice that he brings on the offense from a physicality standpoint. Um, and, And the defensive guys were talking. You know, B8, you know, came out and said everybody on the opposite side of the ball getting all the smoke. The defensive guys was like, eh, not so fast. I, don't, <laughs> I hope you don't think it's going to be that easy. Yep. And Jawan Jennings was like, oh, no, we think it's going to be that easy. We're not going to let y'all bully us this year.
2: Right.
1: Um, so I love it. I love it. I'm here for all of it.
2: Yeah. So did you get to watch any of the pressers?
1: Not Anything? yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. I was trying to see what they were talking about i didn't either
1: <laughs> yeah i didn't get to so, see uh, the pressures
2: yeah um so if you guys want to do us a favor if if anybody watched the pressers and you guys want to kind of pull it up then we'll just pull your little things up so we can kind of talk about it but what i what i wanted to talk about is the emergence of t d p
1: I, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up because I think we have to have a conversation about yes. the running backs as a whole. Um, yes. I think TDP year two, um, a, a second off season with the with the playbook under his belt. I think he's getting a little bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think coming from the college game, especially you know one of the, the the upper echelon schools like TDP coming from LSU. At LSU, he was probably looked at as somebody that had to do everything. Uh, When you get to the NFL, I think most players have to understand and realize that, you know, you've been training all your life to get to this level, but now at this level, you are really playing with the best of the best. And some of these offenses and defenses usually aren't built for you to do everything, right? Mm -hmm. They're built for you to be an integral piece, for you to play your part but not do everything. So I'm hoping that in his mind he kind of dumbed down you know what he needed to do. Yes. Um, and just realized I just need to do my job when I'm called upon. So um his emergence has been really, really good. Um and I I see somebody in the chat old computer says, bruh, Mason has foambolitis problem I heard. That's what I wanted to talk about when we talked about when we talk about these running right. backs. Yeah. Uh because Jordan Mason throughout camp has not looked good so far yes he's had fumble issues um I did catch uh Grant Cohn's kind of like uh an instant analysis and he said one of Trey Lance's only incompletions was because he didn't get his head around to see where the ball was uh uh Trey was going to check it down to him in the flat and Mason didn't even get his head around to see where the ball was otherwise that would have been a completion um, right. So I don't I'm not sure what's going on with with uh, Mason, uh, with the fumble issues, with, you know, his inability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, and we know how this roster is. We know how Kyle views the running backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to be able to 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 hit the hit the gaps when they're there. Yep. You got to be able to block. You got to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield and you got to be able to hold on to a ball security.
3: Yeah. Uh, so so if um, Mason
1: can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it looks like, you know, TDP is playing better than him. We know Mitchell is playing better than him.
2: Yeah.
1: Maybe Kalen LeBorn supplants Jordan Mason. Who knows?
2: So I want to apologize to the Breezy Bunch. And I'm, I'm the one that always fusses at Breezy when he forgets to do this. Let me say hello to the Bree- Breezy's Bunch real quick. I forgot <laughs> about that. Eddie G and the Bulldog says, what's up, Faithful? Head into bed for work, but I will watch the replay. Have a great show. Ngnt and crew. Football is here, baby. Let's freaking go. Boss said, yeah, the pads have returned. What's cooking? Not a family. Let's see who else we got here. We got Michael Ng in here with the BBs. Bro, Montana, you need to join the Breezy's bunch. That would be great. So you just go to where you're at right now and just click over and hit join. And that will and you'll be able to to join to do that. Jedi says clocked in. Troy knows says Let's get ready to rumble. Hashtag Breezy's bunch. We are uh, praying for you still, Troy. You're in our thoughts and prayers. You know that we got you. Sean, what up, fam? What up, Sean? Thank you for turning in. Grizz, um, Grizz, hashtag BB. See what else we got here Christy Marie is in the house she's got some emojis and BB thank you very much let's see what else we got here let's do this real fast
3: talking
1: about let's get ready to rumble did anybody see that Crawford and uh Spence <laughs> fight over the weekend <laughs> crazy goodness gracious
2: Terra Dome said what up my peeps what up Terra Dome Ooh, Spence the minister's is in on. the house See, I know I saw.
1: Let's see.
2: Got Christy, Herdon, Troy. I, I, I
1: did too, Bishop. I had Crawford going into that, <laughs> that match
2: yeah.
1: um, throughout the entire process. And even as you saw him walking into the ring, he was just so locked in. He was so focused.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he was definitely a, a, a man on a mission. And yep. you know, JP hella
2: hard. Big boy day.
1: What's good, bro? Nice. Um,
2: got you at,
1: at the end of that fight man it it looked like bud wasn't even in a, a boxing match that's miss jack
2: knox hey y'all hope everyone is doing great we're doing okay jacks we just <laughs> we're doing okay girl okay i think that might be it yeah my apologies for that like i said i'm the first one to jump on breezy when he forgets to do that so <laughs> What is um, Mike and Kim, at Travel Bud 710, hashtag BB fam. Good evening. All good evening to you as well. I see a bunch of people in here that are not green that need to sign up for this uh, Breezy's bunch. Come on. Come on, you guys. It's awesome. We have we have a lot of, of fun doing that and whatever. So, Callie. <laughs> I love that right there it was, it was the one I saw Callie had right here.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He got yes, beat he did. on.
2: Mm-hmm. He sure did. Yeah. They, but, they, they, was, uh,
1: they, was comparing, they had a side-by-side comparison of Spence and uh, the episode of Martin when he got beat up by Tommy Yes, Hertz. I saw that <laughs> I was like, yo, the internet does not wait for anything. The internet does not wait. There he is. But See, this one I don't like. First of all, Breezy full of it, because this man is, (laughs) he's so musically inclined. He played music every day, all day. What Mm -hmm. you need to go to rehearsal for? You don't need to rehearse nothing. You know all the songs. But second, (laughs) he's driving home from rehearsal. Yes. And typing, yo. Now, he may be at a stop sign. He may be at a red light. But Breezy, stop typing. I bet you $10 that he's doing like this Yes. Yes. (laughs) Driving with one hand, looking at the phone, not paying attention to the road. Get off the phone, right. get home safe, bruh. Oh, that's a good one, too.
2: Yes, he does. That's a yes, good he one, does. too. Not a, yeah. Will
1: Smith and his. That's funny. <laughs>
2: he definitely does. Definitely does. We got our first super chat from Miss Jack, Dax Knox. She said, Y'all rocking it out. Have a great show. Thank you, Jax. We appreciate that very much. We sure do. Yes, we do. Okay, so back to this running back thing um, we have here. So it was really interesting because, you know, Kyle can't stand a running back that fumbles. And I know Mm -hmm. he's probably just like, ugh, you know. (laughs) You can wind up in the doghouse so fast by fumbling. (laughs) Like like really fast.
1: And I'm sure one of his thoughts is, what's the difference? because he didn't have these issues last year last year it was the talk like this guy is the is the the star of camp he's one of those right unsung heroes a name that you didn't think we would be talking about but we are talking about him yes um uh, so it's, it's just kind of odd for him to have this complete 360 with the the camp that he had last year and you know the little spots throughout the season where he was able to step in um and, and play really well for us we thought that you know he would be taking the next step in his career and solidifying himself as at least the number three running back on his team in the depth chart but yes uh, so far it, it hasn't been really really good for him and, and I wonder you know what the mentality is right now you know what is he struggling with is it an injury issue is it you know just a, a, a mental thing? Is he just uh, you know going through you know a little block in his mental right now? I don't know yeah. what it is, but uh, we got to. He has to figure that out and figure it out quick.
2: <laughs> Callie's Breezy pulling a twenty twenty Jimmy G. <laughs> the um the thing about it is is the worst case scenario is that he's regressing. Yeah that's that's the worst case scenario and that's what no one wants to see. No one wants to see any of the the starters from last year regressing. So let's hope that he's not regressing and that he's just like you said, you know, he's just having these little blocks and stuff and he's got to get, you know what I'm saying, but one of them was really bad. And I'm sure Kyle was <laughs> I'm sure Kyle was not happy. I don't even want to know what he was saying on the sidelines when that happened, but and I,
1: I'd be interested to know from somebody who was at camp um, mm-hmm. have his opportunities and have his touches yeah. uh, during these team drills. Have mm-hmm. they, have they decreased? Right. I knew he was good. He I know, said he wasn't was going to do this. He was
0: talking trash in the, in the <laughs> joint. Uh, you talk about, oh, I don't need to rehearse. Listen, I know I don't, but everybody else does. So I have to. <laughs> and for those that keep saying I'm lazy, I'm far from lazy. I just yeah, I,
1: listen. I don't. I don't Me know now. how you could. I don't know how you could say breezy lazy. Not at all. He, he do fifty shows on YouTube a week. Right. He's a, a, a father to a young son, getting him ready for the upcoming school year. Mm-hmm. He's a husband, so he got to spend time with the missus yes. to make sure she's good. Mm-hmm. Then he's out here doing gigs, playing music at weddings, school event. Breezy is, is far from lazy. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna see Breezy at pretty much all the road games this year for the forty yep. ers rush road trip. So I saying Breezy lazy even in just I don't know, that's that's a bit of a reach.
2: It really and I, is. And I and,
1: and, and I and I and I and I and I'm not and I'm not I'm not caping 'cause that's my brother, like Right. he really do right. be busy because like because when, when i when i text him he don't he don't answer me right away it's usually <laughs> about uh, it's usually yeah, about a a three and a half to yes. four hour delay mm-hmm. before i get a response yeah, yeah. from my brother because he always works. <laughs> no nah, i'm just now he he keep cabin right now <laughs> matter, of
0: fact, matter of fact he get a phone call back that's that's what he get back he get a phone call <laughs> Nah man, but I just I just wanted to be here, man. Just to just to be in here. I'll I'll listen to you guys and if there's anything I can give a take on, man, I'm, I'm 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 here. I'm sorry I'm not at the, the setting. I'll be home shortly, but I'm gonna take my time and, and you know what I'm saying, be safe. Well,
2: um yes. right now we're actually we thought we'd talk about the running back situation that we have going on, especially with Jordan Mason.
0: It's a good it's a good situation. Yeah. Uh I think you guys are talking about Jordan Mason he's He's fumbling the ball. I, I, I will say this, like, he didn't do it in real life, like in real games. Now, yeah. I, that doesn't mean he won't, but I'm just saying he didn't. And then I'm thinking now that the pad's on, he didn't fumble today. So now that the pad's are on, maybe he has a different way of, of tucking in the ball or something. I don't know. But uh, I don't know the context behind the fumbles. I don't know if it was bad exchanges or, or what. I just know it was a fumble. So we'll see what happens throughout camp. But the reason why I said it's a good situation is because the 49ers find a way. I, I, it took them a few years, but, man, the running back's room is is looking lethal right now. And so I don't know who we're going to pick, who's going to be the odd man out, come uh, down to that 53-man roster. Yeah. But, but I think, man, I, I think TDP is, is trending upwards. I think Jordan Mason is probably – Pushing for running back two, but Elijah Mitchell ain't going anywhere. Like it's it's a good situation to have. And we talked about this, I think, last week. We talked about depth. There's definitely depth there, but the depth is good. And I know a lot of people question Elijah Mitchell because of his health, but I think he's gonna be just fine. Last year he took a shot to the he took a helmet to the knee, and it just messed up some things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then the other knee got hurt like after that knee healed. So It was just a bad season for him, Um, and I know his rookie year, he was dealing with some injuries, but when you're the only running back, you're going to get banged up. So I think he's going to be just fine. I'm hoping there's no trades coming or involved, but, hey, we can't keep everybody. So I think this is a good situation to have.
2: So um, I did see this on here where um, somebody was saying, um, I think it was Crock said that on the second 10, the Trey Lance threw to Jordan Mason on a swing, and Mason never even looked at the ball. And and it felt incomplete. And um, so things like that, I think, is what uh, people are talking about. Kind of like what's going on. But Moe's brought up a great point. It could just be mental. It It could just be a hurdle. It could just be something that he's just got to get through. They just gotta it, it, I, get through and we'll see. It could be
0: it could be a miscommunication. Yeah, it could be something new to him because everybody kept saying they wanted to see Jordan Mason last year because he ran the ball so well. But what does right. Kyle Shanahan want from his running backs? Right. They gotta be able to pass protect, they gotta be able to catch out of the backfield, and this might be the reason or one of his, you know, areas that he needs to improve on. So we got to give training camp some time with these guys. I know TDP's catching out of the backfield very well. Uh, I, I know Elijah Mitchell's catching out of the backfield. We already know what CMC is doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Kaylon Lakeburn is doing well. Like, uh, like so we just got to see what happens. Mose is probably right. This is a mental thing, and it's something that he's new to. It's just like trying to get Trey Lance to throw that nice little soft touch pass to the running yep. backs. He just got to get it with reps. So you got to give Jordan Mason some time. The one thing I know he knows how to do is run the ball in between the tackles.
2: Yep. And he's also good in that red zone too, so. <laughs> this
1: this is why I didn't want, a, want Breezy to join from his phone because he talked with his hands. And every time he talked with his hands, <laughs> he used both of them. So when you see him go like this <laughs> and ain't no hands on that damn steering wheel, you know how you can ride your bike
0: with your knees and <laughs> no hands or whatever? <laughs> I got the, the knee action yes. going on right now. You know that's what I'm saying? that's
1: that that's like, that, that super, super old school. <laughs> that's that super my granddad used to do that all the time. Driving with his knees. Oh, driving damn. with his knees. I'm like, granddad, come on down. He was like I'm I'm a professional. You gotta professional, be
0: experienced, man. man. You gotta be I'm a professional experience.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man.
2: And then we were talking about Ty davis Price, how impressed that, that we've been with him. And, you know, he's, he's making them strides, you know, for, for year two. Looking really good doing it. And then what yeah. Kyle said the other day, you know, when he was talking about that he would have had an opportunity um, last year, but he got hurt. So that means yeah. that he was going to be in the 49ers plans, you know, big time last year.
0: Yes. But when he got I hurt, agree.
2: that kind of stuff that sure.
0: he was definitely he was definitely in the 49er plan. Yes. Every time he was healthy, mm-hmm. he was he was he was the go. He was the guy. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. So you could tell Kyle Shanahan uh, has this affinity for him and was trying to get him, you know, going. But John Lynch capped it off today when he said that the kid is at camp 5 a.m. in the morning. Yes. In, and that's what you love to see from these young that guys. That was Drake great. Jackson, too. You know, these young guys are getting in there. They're not taking any time off. They Mm -hmm. know what it takes to get where they need to go. So like you said, he looks good. He's out there playing well in practice and we'll see what happens. But the running back, that's my eyes on that room. I'm going to try to drive with two hands so I can (laughs) stop holding his breath.
2: Yeah, um, it's definitely going to be crazy. And then, I mean, you still have um, a Labron who's trying to do that, but I don't, I don't know that he's gonna bypass any of the ones that we have. I think that he'll wind up being, I would say, um, on the practice squad. I really think that it's just gonna be Mitchell, TDP, Mason, and um, of course CMC. So I think it's gonna be four. And I think Labor, but you know, I don't know if he's gonna be able to stay on the practice squad because all these running backs are getting hurt. <laughs>
0: So they're going to be trying yeah, that's to the whole, snatch that's it the whole point. That's that's the whole point though like so it's mm-hmm. good like, if we could if we could find a way like I could see Kyle Shanahan doing what he did with Jordan Mason last year mm-hmm. not necessarily like putting this guy up and bringing yeah. him to the active roster because that's the thing you get with Jordan Mason you know a lot of people you know are saying like he might be trending downward because he's fumbling the ball that's fine but at the end of the day, I'm trying to figure out which one of those other running backs can play special teams like him. And so that's going to be that question. Because with Jordan Mason, you get the special teams gunner and you get a running back. So yes. it's, I'm not saying it's part is secure. Right. But he ha- he does more of a uh, – he's more versatile, which is what John Lynch talked about today. When you could do more than one thing, your mm-hmm. value goes up. Right. So yeah. Juice does count as a running back, Kyle. So going to keep five. But I always say four in the juice. That's,
2: that's <laughs> yeah. Iconic. We are in. It's a great position to be in. There, there's a lot of teams that don't have that running back depth like we do. So I'm I'm really happy because we do, and we'll see what happens. But I do like what we're seeing from TDP. I feel like that he's making that next jump, and and as long as he stays healthy, you know, um, we'll be good to go with him. Mitchell, Mason, all of them, if they do that, it's going to be fun to be, you know, like being able to game plan and and use the ones that you need to use for, you know, depending on who you play against and what you feel like that you need for that particular, you know, thing, whatever. So as long as these guys are, you know, still like grasping the playbook and doing all these things. That's one thing that I had said earlier, um, not on here. I forgot. I was talking to somebody today and I told them, I said uh, that. The playbook is really important. Everyone knows that that's very, very important. So it's easier to, to keep someone who under you know is comprehending the playbook a lot better than someone that's not. Because that's foremost like that's what you need to do. You need to be able to understand the playbook. That's that's huge in in Kyle's uh, you know, well wheelhouse and It should just be that way anyway because it makes it easier out there when you have to go out there and perform to do what you have to do. So it definitely is. But um, another thing that was really... uh, um, Go ahead, Breeze.
0: No, I was just agreeing with you.
2: Oh, yeah. Another thing that was uh, fun to see is the receivers. Brennan Ayuk is just having these Hall of Fame like... (laughs) Good Lord, it's fantastic. Every time he goes out there, it's like he just does something spectacular. It's so fun to see, considering, you know, where he started, you know, like Kyle's doghouse and everything and how he got out and completely have, have wowed Kyle. The where Kyle just talks about him and is so proud of him and everything, so.
0: Kenji, I like how you use the word spectacular. most if you can give an adjective to how Brennan Ayuk, that sums them up in one word. What would you choose? What would be your
1: word? Dominating.
0: Dominating. Um,
1: and it, I'm, it, I'm it, gonna
0: go with, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Go, ahead. No, go ahead, you got it.
0: No, cause then I want us to kind of like put something together. So we got spectacular, you got dominating. How about consistent, yo? Like- Yes. I, like, now, 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 Moes. I want you to take those three words and put something together because that's Brandon Ayuk this year
1: I mean listen you you could make a sentence that says Brandon Ayuk has been consistently spectacular and dominant
2: I love that
1: point blank like that that (laughs) is the sentence he has been consistently spectacular and dominant like the the one hand catches the acrobat catches the diving catches uh the contested catches the 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 talking to the dbs like yo you can't guard me so we have all the spectacular, but then imposing his will and and being dominant by it with his blocking, yes. and then you know making these spectacular plays and getting in the DBs face and saying y'all can't guard me. I don't y'all wasting y'all time out mm-hmm. here. Y'all can't guard me. Make it a challenge for me, and for him to be able to do that every single practice shows his consistency. So you take those three words, and that's exactly what Brandon Ayuk yeah. has, has come in to be. So. Whoever our quarterback is, I just want that person to stay healthy Mm -hmm. because we can legitimately have three 1,000-yard receivers, if not four. Yes. If not four. You you include CMC, B.A., Kittle, and Debo. We can have four guys (laughs) with 1,000 yards receiving. And, Mm -hmm. And because of his ability to run routes, you know, and the more teams are going to see him, the more, I, I think this is what Kyle has wanted. And I think all he's looking for is just consistency at that quarterback position, because there are teams that are out there that have really, really good weapons. But even if you look at, if you pick a team like Kansas city, okay, we know they got Patrick Mahomes. We know we got to worry about Travis Kelsey. They got rid of Tyreek Hill and Miko Hartman. They're, you really don't have to worry about any of the other receivers. None of the other receivers garner that type of respect. Yeah, You know, if you look at Dallas, the running back situation, they got rid of Zeke. Tony Pollard is good, but you're not really worried about him. You're not really focused on him. And then you got to worry about, you know, CeeDee Lamb, maybe Brandon Cooks, but that's about it. Like Kyle has at least one guy at – the major positions. Yes. So our running back, you got to worry about CMC and Mm -hmm. what he's able to do because he's so multiple. You got to worry about Debo because what he's able to do and be so multiple. Kittle is like a wide receiver. He can run any route from anywhere on the field. And now we have BA who is a route technician, but who brings a a tenacity. He plays like a, a Anquan Bolden. He plays like a Steve Smith. Like he's always angry. Like he, the the that ferociousness that he plays with, man, mm-hmm. like I'm just I'm just so mm-hmm. excited to see him come to regular season because he he's gonna be special. And I think his ascension and his growth is the only gonna make the offense that much more special.
2: Right. I love this comment by Taylor Dome. Let me just be me. I put my defense up against any and everyone in the NFL. Got that right.
1: We we got we got to get Nick Bosa back though.
2: Yeah, we got to get him
1: back. <laughs> we got to get Nick <laughs> Bosa back. I I know John Lynch said yeah, that no, he wasn't. No
0: worries about Bosa, guys.
1: I, I'm I'm I not worried. About it. I, just, I just I just I just I want him back. Just get it done.
0: Oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. It's just one of those. It's just he's a Bosa, so yeah. We know we know from <laughs> history how mm-hmm. Bosa's act during contract yeah Joey did the same thing they're not yeah and I'm sure they dad did too back in the day Mm -hmm. before probably was created (laughs) but my point is like that's just how they operate they they, they, you know you know John Lynch came out and said you know they working tough I don't know if the 49ers are lowballing him I don't I don't think that's right but that the number you know for him to be the highest paid this highest paid dad and it's it's tough it's tougher than we think but I guarantee you, they'll get it done. And I'm with you, most Got to have him back. He kind of just seals the deal on, on that defense. But I will give the defense their props because they're playing on another level and uh, practice, Like, they're practicing on a whole other level. It's like they know when he come back, we're not going to get these reps. So we're going to take advantage of these opportunities. Drake Jackson is looking good. Cleveland Farrell had a couple of almost sacks that would have been recorded as sacks on today with the pads on. So you're seeing the defense really sharpening themselves up, which means when Bosa comes back, we know he's coming back chiseled. We know Mm -hmm. he's coming back with a couple of extra tools in his tool belt. The thing is, the depth is going to be fired up and ready to go. They're going to be fresh, dressed like a million bucks. The defense is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. But I wanted to talk about what you were saying on the offense I do apologize if my connection isn't the greatest and driving on the highway. But you said we got these weapons, and I agree 1,000%. There's only 11 people on defense. So how many double teams can defenses do when you have, like, the best weapon at that position on the, in the league? Like, you know, I know people say Travis Kelsey's the best tight end, and I get it. His numbers prove that he's there, but he is not as special as what George Kittle does. We know how no, not at all, George yeah. Kittle is throughout the whole game plan of, of, of a football game. You know, you ask Travis Kelsey to do that. He fits in Kansas City. Put Travis Kelsey on a different team. If you don't play his style of football, he'll fall to the flats of what the tight ends should be. So how do defenses, they, they can't double. They can only, they may add double coverage to Brandon. Now if he be balling out. But now you're freeing up Debo. We freeing up somebody else that can line up in the slide and get open? It's going to be crazy, bro. Shanahan's going to have a field day. And I know people keep saying we're going to continue to run the ball. Oh, no doubt. But look for screens. We haven't seen the screen game yet, this offense. I'm talking Patriots 2012-13 screen game. All right. they did was run screens, and they couldn't be stopped. I think Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan's got a change in the atmosphere, a shift in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. and it's going to be crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%, bro. And that's what I meant when I when I was talking about, you know, Kyle has finally built up the team the way he wants it. There is no team in the league. There's no defense in the league that can double team anybody on our unit. So Kyle is forcing teams to play. You got to play man. Or if you don't play man, you have to play zone. But whatever you do, I want one on one matchups with my guys, because depending on the coverage you come out in, depending on who you have at particular spots, because I know that there's one on one coverage across the field. I know where my spots are. I know who's going to be open. I we've seen Kyle on the sideline call plays. Like, if he doesn't hold him, it's a touchdown. But he's going to hold him here because he's going to get beat. And the ref had to throw the flag because Kittle got held. So Kyle sees it. He knows it. And and that's where we get into him being a genius play caller and a genius offensive mind. So if he can set it up to where I have one-on-one matchups across the board, you can't double-team Debo, you can't double-team IU, you can't double-team Kittle, you can't double-team CMC. I got one-on-one matchups with all with my best guys versus yours. I'm going to win more often than I lose. As long as I have health and continuity and chemistry at the quarterback position. And then that guy starts to with that chemistry that they built, the quarterback starts to see what Kyle sees and can, and can anticipate it before even Kyle does. That's where we're going to start to see something special. And whether that's Brock or whether that's Trey, Whoever that is, I'm just hoping that they can get to that point because that's when we'll be able to see like the Rams was the greatest show on turf. Yep. Like I, I I, we have the pieces to see something like that. Absolutely. We have the pieces to be not just a good offense, but potentially one of the greatest offenses or have at least statistically one of the greatest offensive seasons. In NFL history, we have the pieces uh, and it it would be a shame if we didn't, you know, if that wasn't realized at least once with this group.
2: I think that uh, the thing that impresses me so much about this offense is that it's so versatile. They can each do different things. And this is the kind of dream offense that we wanted, you know, where teams have no idea what anyone's doing, like what they're going to do. And, and all of these players that we have, like <clears throat> the receivers to running backs and everything, are versatile. They do different things. Tight ends, all of them do that, and that's what makes this offense so special and so deadly. Because it, because the defense can like can can be completely thrown off like all the time, and we've seen that in the past. Where even before, you know, we had CMC and whatever that we were able to throw off defenses with different coverages and plays and things like that. I think that it's just going to be more of that, but it's going to work so much better now because you have so many different versatile players that you have on offense. They can just you just they can run it, they can they can throw it, <laughs> they can catch it, they can block. You have all these different things, and you just never know what is going to happen. So it's just going to be fun. This offense is going to be fun. We already know. Who you know the starters are, and then you have you know what I'm saying, and then you kind of have to go through and see what's what, but you know who your main people are that you have, and that that's going to make it great just with them. And then the depth is also going to make us really special this year as well.
0: Now, I know Nick Bolsa didn't practice, uh, but let's talk about Colton McKibbins not getting beat in his one on one drills today. And he didn't give up any sacks, um, from what I read. So I know a lot of people were worried about Colton McKivitz, but I think he's going to be just fine. Uh, I, I think he's a man's man, and he's just a damn football player. Like, some people are just born to play football. I think he's just one of those guys. And the more he gives with the continuity with this line, I think they're going to be just fine. I, I think Colton McKivitz potentially will win that starting right tackle position. What are your thoughts on McKivitz? I know we didn't hear much from him there was a report out there from one of the content creators that was at the uh training camp saying that he didn't get beat like he held his own against the defense and one-on-ones and if you want to know what one-on-ones do i know people are like well it's one-on-one i get it but when you get beat in your one-on-ones man that's when you know you can kind of really like solo in on the drill and be like what they need to work on you know what i'm saying so one-on-ones matter especially to me i remember going to the senior bowl and I was glued to the one-on-ones with the offense and the defense. I wanted to see if the offense, if they could hold their own against some of these pass rushers, against some of these interior guys, and you're looking at Colt McKibbitt's holding his own. So that should speak a little bit of volume, and I'm sure he did well in 11-on-11s as well. I know there was a few sacks that were given up, but I don't believe there were any on him. What are your thoughts on McKibbitt's?
1: Yeah, I mean, you you hit it on the head, Breezy, unless – the offensive line is double teaming even in a game that 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 battle is one on one it's it's your your right and left tackle versus the edge rushers and that's it's a it's a one-on-one battle sometimes you know a double team comes sometimes you do get a chip from a tight end or a running back but more often than not it is a one-on-one battle so the one-on-ones like you said it shows footwork hand placement you know, you know, uh, where's your where's your center of gravity? Are you sinking your hips? Are you standing too tall? Are you extending your arms out? It kind of shows you all of those things. Um, so it is it, good to hear that um, he didn't get beat there. Um, I think you mentioned it with uh, TDP. I mean, not TDP, um, Jordan Mason, that he played a little bit better than having didn't have any fumbles today. Uh, because the pads were on. I feel like for offense and defensive linemen, uh, we need those pads. You can do a lot of work, you know, without pads, but a lot of times the defensive linemen are going to win those one on ones when there are no pads on. Uh, I had a coach who put no stock into defensive one on ones when there were no pads on. Mm-hmm. If anything, we had to be. So we had to be so on point. We had to be 100%. We would get ripped if we didn't win a rep because there's no pads. Offensive linemen, they okay. can't be as physical. A defensive lineman, you can be a little bit more physical, and there's a little bit more of finesse that you can uh, have as a defensive lineman uh, when you don't have the pads on. Uh, so one of my uh, defensive line coaches, he put no stock into what we did. <laughs> we would get hype over it. He'd be like, okay, you were supposed to do that. I want to see what you do when the pads come on. Right. So on the offensive side, now that he has the pads, you know, he can kind of get in there, use his shoulders a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, When somebody does get into his space and, you know, he gets his hands on the inside and is able to extend and lock out um, again. It maybe it's it's just a different mindset when those pads come on. So the pads come on, he's playing better. You mentioned it earlier, Breezy, that C word. Now let's see if he can be consistent. Is he going to lose some reps? Of course, you're going up against the same guys every single day. He may have stonewalled everybody he faced today. And then tomorrow in practice, one of those guys he stonewalled is going to say, let me do something different to try to get a win this time. So that that's going to happen. But can he consistently win those one-on-ones and can he consistently protect you know that that right side in those eleven on eleven drills, and not allow any of those pressures to leak in. Um, now that the pads are on, that's something that I want to watch. Um, he's a great run blocker, but if he's going to be our starting right tackle, he's going to have to improve uh, in his pass protection uh, to keep these quarterbacks upright. Yep, I agree. And, and to
0: and to and to actually, he was a better. He had a better pass protection grade than he did run blocking grade modes, which was to the contrary, which was total opposite of what Mike McGlinchey did because we knew Mike McGlinchy could get out to the second level and fire out quicker. And that's just mm-hmm. who he was. But when it came to getting like because he was so tall, because people would be able, able to get up under or bull rush him and knock him off of his mm-hmm. feet, like he really struggled at pass pro. Whereas Cole McVitts is pretty damn good and. When they played against the Rams, I'll never forget that game. Like, he gave up zero sacks. And that's, that was when the Rams had a defensive line. Like, you know what I mean? Like and they And I think, they, I mean, they still got the best play in the defensive ball, according to everybody, Darren Don. They still got Aaron Donald. So, I, I would say, like, they still pretty stout. But going up against that defensive line that year, Trent Williams was hurt that year. He played really good at, at the starting left tackle. We'll see if he can make it. Transition to the right side. I think he's going to be just fine um, as far as the offensive line, and that's just one. I know we want to worry about it, but for some reason, I just think you got to give it a couple of a couple of a couple of weeks, and that offensive line going to be much quicker and they turn around than they were last season. It took them about five or six games uh, last year. I think it's going to take way less time for that offense to build that continuity. I, it might come out week one firing, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Uh, chat, I need somebody to volunteer to count how many times we see both of Breezy's hands in the frame. Because he definitely just clapped and rubbed his hands together. That means there was no hands on the steering wheel. See, do- Okay, so this is one. I need somebody to count every time you see two hands in the frame.
0: Don't you call Shanahan, me.
1: Because cause, cause I'm snitching. I'm, Look, I'm 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 telling I'm, I'm, tellin', I'm telling the missus mm-hmm. that you out here with two hands off the steering wheel, and she doing ain't gonna want to
0: hear
2: was too, bro. I was gonna <laughs> <laughs> say I'm sure that Ricky
0: knows. <laughs> That's why she get car sick every time she ride with me. In the brakes,
1: she be in, in there the the holding on. She be in there holding on for dear life.
2: <laughs> right. So, um, Mo's, uh, did you get the stats for the quarterbacks before we move to the defensive side?
0: Uh, oh, I, I have them. I know them by heart. Oh,
2: okay. Go ahead. What
1: we got? Yeah, I got them up.
0: So, we got Trey Lance. Trey Lance went nine. Well, let's start with the, the quarterback that played with the ones, Brock Purdy. He took all the first team reps. Well, not all of them. All of his reps were with the first team, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. If I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, he went 12. Or 17 if I'm not mistaken it's in that range so 12 of 16. 12 of 16. 15, 12, 16. all right okay. so i don't have the here's
1: here, breakdown. here's here's what uh, I don't understand why do different reporters and people who be at practice have different stats when it comes to the passes i
0: I, I don't know like because like because <laughs> mayoko mayoko has
1: trey Lance nine of 11 mm-hmm. but I heard he was nine of ten.
0: right because I heard the only missed pass Was the one to to Mason in the
1: flat. So where's the second incompletion coming from? But yeah, so Brock Purdy, uh, 27 reps on with the first team, 12 of 16 with an interception. For context, uh, the interception was on a a deep out route to George Kittle. Uh, The first deep out route that was called Brock couldn't get it there. The second one, you know, he you know, put everything that he could to get the ball there. Uh, but he didn't see that Dre Greenlaw had dropped into coverage and threw it right to him. Yep. And 57 picked it off and took it the other way. So that was yep. context on the interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey, I don't have the breakdown on how many reps are with the first team. It just says Trey Lance 18 reps.
0: In, I don't think Trey took any reps.
1: No, no any it was all with reps. the twos. Okay, yeah, him case. and him and
0: Sam Darnold split the twos, and Brandon Allen was the third team guy today.
1: Mm-hmm. Got gotcha. you. So uh, Trey was nine of eleven or nine of ten, however you slice it. I do
0: remember one. them saying Trey threw had a throwaway, which was dope because they said that he, you know, he got rid of the ball and didn't take the sack. So that's, got, that's exactly. that guy. Exactly. Yeah, okay, so then that's that could great. be
1: where that pass came from. So nine of eleven, mm-hmm. which should have been ten of eleven. And one was a throwaway gotcha. to avoid a sack, get to the next down. Yes. Uh shows that shows to me what? Pocket awareness. You yeah. know, understanding that, you know, you need to get out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. If nothing is there, you don't force it, throw it out of bounds, uh, live to the next down. Uh Sam Dar- so they split reps evenly. Sam Darnold 18 reps as well. Uh he was seven of nine passing. Um, and then Brandon Allen had seven reps. And apparently he was one for four.
0: Okay. So, so Dome is putting the percentages. So, like, all right, so there's there's context with Brock Purdy. So, Brock Purdy's first session was terrible. Like, like, let's just call it like it was. Yep. Like, he struggled in the first session, mm-hmm. uh the first throwing session with the team. uh And, and, and you know what? I'm happy that he recovered. And and he overcame whatever he was going through after that first session because he did finish. If it's 12 for 16, it's 75%. If it's 12 of 17, it's 70%. So he completed 70% of his passes. So that that's the, that's the context. That's the story behind Brock, right? So mm-hmm. he still finished well. And, you know, that stupid old saying, it ain't about how you start, it's how you finish. Here's the good that I look at that mm-hmm. in a real game situation you might struggle the first quarter first half you come back out you go lights out and you finish the game with the win and so like like it's good to see that Brock was able to overcome the adversity yes. that he experienced so that's kudos to Brock but that interception was bad and nobody's talking <laughs> about it and this is the second bad interception yes. he's thrown in practice and I'm trying to figure out this is what scares me about Brock and 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 it's not the fact that he's thrown the interceptions It's the fact that he's not understanding that people now, that these defenses are going to start disguising, right? And Mm -hmm. the fact that Dre Greenlaw is a top 10 linebacker in the league, all of a sudden he's showing that he's going to probably play the run and drops back into zone coverage. That's crazy. And if Brock threw it right to him, Like like, if Brock doesn't see that, that's how defenses are going to prepare. Because these defensive coordinators have special skills. They got special people that look at all the uh, the tendencies of quarterbacks. I want you, Mo's to study him going to the right. Peachy, you study him going to the left. We're going to bring this stuff together, and we're mm-hmm. going to try to figure it out. Now, I'm not saying Brock can't overcome this. Right. I'm just saying this season may look a tad bit different. Just a tad bit different. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Um, my whole thing about it was um, – Brock was sacked quite a bit. Uh, not sure about the contacts on the sacks. I think somebody said that he was sacked three times today or something like that. The, not exactly sure the contacts have happened, but I did um, hear that from several reporters that said that he was sacked. Um,
0: he also you know, had the only touchdown, too, Peachy. So like, right, right. He had the interception, yeah. the only touchdown, and he was yep. sacked the most.
2: Yeah, he did. I just feel like that, uh, you know, he's got to not, he's got to start knocking this rust off. I can just tell by the way that you know people were saying it, like he's got to, he's got to start knocking this rust off. We don't have, you know, well, we don't have that, a lot of time.
0: That's my issue, right? So like, with Brock, he's knocking off rust, right? If he struggles, but if it's Trey Lance and he goes two for five, which Brock's numbers was like that, like mm-hmm. with the interception in the first throwing session. Like if, if Trey Lance goes two for five and finishes two for five, it's like he's struggling. And I I hate to have this comparison thing, but this is how it's set up. It's going yeah. to be a comparison as long as they're here. Right. And yes. so like, I don't understand why Trey Lance got a struggle and Brock gets the pass of being rusty. Why can't Brock struggle too? Like, why can't it just be a struggle when the quarterback struggle? I'm okay yeah. with Trey Lance struggling. Yeah. But why can't Brock struggle? I agree. That's the question I, that I have. And I don't understand yeah. why we can't keep that same, that same, mm-hmm. you know, thing going for everybody. Like, yep. they're not trash. They're just struggling. And it's okay to struggle because the only way you get better is by struggling. That's the only way you can go yeah. and you can correct your mistakes.
2: Yeah, there's, um, you are right about that. I mean, we were talking about this earlier where, you know, it's like, Tray's a bust. Trey's trash if he goes out and, and struggles like that. You know, he's worthless. The 49ers need to move on from him. You know, or, you know, he needs to be quarterback three or four or all this other stuff. But, you know, Brock, Brock gets that, you know, when it's just, you know, that he's just rusty. And, you know, it takes time to get the rust off. But pretty soon, you know, <laughs> it's going to start mattering a whole lot as you work your way you know to to get you know everything going here you know it can't be can't be out there just throwing the ball to the other team you can't be out there taking these sacks like you can't you know all that stuff. so we'll hope that the next day that Brock uh, practices I don't know if he's doing it tomorrow or if he's off tomorrow I, I don't know how that crazy thing works but that he'll have a better one. Trey was um awesome today. I thought he did really really good. Yeah, and I'm glad. And for
0: and for, and for those that want to add the context, yes, it was with the second, it was against the second team mm-hmm. defense. Um, but I tell you what, Trey was good yesterday against yep. the first team defense. Another too, ones. and <laughs> he was throwing to second team wide receivers. I'll leave it at that.
2: Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, and it it doesn't matter. Like when Trey was cleared, him and Brock are both out here with this team at the same time. I know people are saying, you know, well, he was cleared way before Brock. You know, he should be 100 percent. He should be out here doing all that. But they're both in training camp at the same time. So and that then, doesn't matter.
0: Like, right.
3: Cleared, right. It's and they're both like, cleared.
2: So so it doesn't matter which one was cleared before. You didn't have this game settings, you know, and everything like you have now. So they're on they're on even ground like they're literally, you know, going through this at the same time. But kudos to the quarterbacks um, for the most part, I guess all of them had a pretty decent day. I think um, the last uh, quarterback four, what's his name? And I shouldn't be saying that. I should know his name. Brandon Allen.
1: Brandon Allen
2: had a little oopsie um, today. A little bit. It wasn't as good as, you know. He's been or whatever, but, you know, that's... I don't... Honestly, I feel like that this just comes down to QB1 and QB2. I don't think... Especially from what Lynch said about keeping four quarterbacks. I wanted to get into that while we're still talking about quarterbacks modes. Lynch is is not saying that there's going to be four quarterbacks in the 53. He's saying that we need to have four quarterbacks in the building. So...
1: Yeah, I think it, <laughs> yeah, uh, you you never want to be a prisoner of the moment, but I think right. after everything that happened last year,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, having four quarterbacks in the building is something that is if it's not a if it's not a must, if it's not non negotiable, it's at least something that we're thinking about. Right, um, and I think part of the evaluation for Brandon Allen is is he going to be that fourth guy, even if, you know, he's stashed on the practice squad or with however the new rules are with them being able to have him, you know, on the, on the active roster for game days. Mm-hmm. However, you know, that whole thing shakes out. Um You know, I think even in the, uh, the NFC championship game, you know, we only went into that game with two guys. Yes. You know, we went in with Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson and we didn't, um, we didn't have, you know, a third or a fourth option. So will we ever hit a situation where in one game we'll have to get to the fourth guy? I mean, I hope not. That would be something that would, would be a, a really freak accident to happen to to lose the first guy and then lose the second guy and then lose the third, and then have to go to whoever that fourth guy is. Um, you know, but so far I think this is just an audition for Brandon Allen to see if he can be that fourth guy. Um, and from everything that I'm hearing, I don't know if he's capitalizing on this moment to, you know, be that fourth guy on a consistent basis. Right. Um, you know, Agree. you know, if, if we decide to, okay, maybe it's not Brandon Allen, Okay, let's look towards somebody else, or maybe mm-hmm. they have, maybe they have someone else in mind. Yes, I know it can't be Josh Johnson because Josh Johnson Ooh. is on. <laughs> I forget what team picked him up, but he's on some team right now. He is so on a team. It, it, that's right. It can't yeah. be. It can't be Josh Johnson. Mm-hmm. So maybe they have someone else in mind, and before they go that route, you know, they kind of wanted to get an idea of what Brandon Allen could be. Right. But as of right now, it doesn't seem like he's taking advantage mm-hmm. of that opportunity.
2: I agree with that. Absolutely do. So, overall, the quarterback's decent. Um, I see a lot of dissension in the chat about this. Look, the only thing that I have to say about it is when training camp started, you had Brock and Trey Lance both there. Now, regardless of how many days that rocks on and off and blah 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 and all this other stuff, that has nothing to do with The whole fact is, is that they're both playing with these these teams. Like they're literally both out here where they're playing with the ones, twos, whatever. And my whole thing is, is that pretty soon, rust is going to start to matter, just like it would on any other NFL team. If you're rusty and you keep saying that, you know what I'm saying, then I mean that's not that's not good. So we're just going to hope that, you know, that all these guys continue to just improve and and do the things that they need to do during the rest of, you know, practices and get it together.
1: And I, I think for me, I'm less worried about the rust uh, because even though, you know, Brock was recently cleared, you know, after his surgery, he was doing rehab and he had a throwing program to kind of even get himself in the position to where he can be in training camp, even if it is every other day to take these first team reps. Right. So I'm less worried about rust. I think the interception to great to Drake Greenlaw matters more to me because it's like Breezy said, it's the thought process, mm-hmm. but then, you know, so apparently from, you know, play by play of the practice, they called the deep out to Kittle He threw it there, didn't make it like it. It died and like one hopped to Kittle. Then they called another one, which was then intercepted. And because he short hopped the first one, he had to put everything that he had into the throw. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And when we always talk about the NFL game being a game where you got to know what you're doing. And when you make your decision, you got to fire. Right. But when you're thinking about that and when he's overcompensating for, you know, he's thinking about the elbow, thinking about the surgery, Uh, he didn't have the greatest arm strength before that. So when you're overcompensating and you're thinking about, okay, I got to do everything I have to do to make this throw instead of reading and saying, even if I put everything into this throw, It ain't going to get there in time or the way the coverage is, it's going to get either batted down or picked off anyway. Like you can't make that throw, but you're not focused on the decision because you're worried about, I got to get it there. And because of where my arm is, I know I got to put everything into it. So I think I worry more about that than rust, because even going 12 of 16, that doesn't show me rust. Maybe that first throwing session that Breezy talked about where he went two or five. Maybe that shows me rust. But that's from having the day off before. That's what I'm so saying. I, so I use, that, I use that. Any quarterback
0: is going to be. But that's my point. Don't say they rusty. Right. They say, they say they struggling. Right. That's all I'm asking. So, like, how is he rusty if he finished 12 for 16? Explain that. You, Explain you rust.
1: Can't, you can't be. It so, doesn't like, make any sense. No. So you, you started off struggling. You maybe wore off a day's off rust. We don't, Let's not compile that and say, oh, he's had off season rust. No, no, no. He just a little. He had to get warmed up from yeah. having a day off. Yeah. So that first throwing session, he goes two for five. He gets warmed up. And then once he gets warmed up, now he's starting to complete more passes. So I think for me, I'm not worried about rust. I'm worried about him overcompensating for the arm. Okay. Uh, and, and, and forcing passes or trying to make sure he gets the pass there and not making the correct read or the correct decision?
0: For me, it's just processing. Like, and I'm not worried. I I don't think I'm concerned with his off-script plays, but the plays that are called and dialed up, like, I'm just... I'm, I'm hoping the Niners are giving him those exotic looks on defense. I'm hoping Steve Wilkes is uh, blitzing. I'm hoping Steve Wilkes is dropping. He dropped Greenlaw back in the zone. You ever play Madden and you switch your linebackers into zone coverage right before the snap? Mm-hmm. That's what happened today. Like I'm hoping that stuff happens because that, to me, is the only way Brock's going to get better at it and we if he's the starting quarterback like you want him to start to recognize this stuff because there's going to be a bunch of exotic looks that's going to come his way i'm telling you y'all keep sleeping on these defensive coordinators they 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 do they they specifically do things to to get the quarterback to trick the quarterback Mm -hmm. you know the great quarterbacks overcome it over time brock has to get back in there so i feel like if we keep this rust narrative going then that means damn, he can start off rusty in a game. And y'all gonna say, "Well, it's his first game back after the injury." But if if that's rust, and when if Trey Lance plays, then that should be rust too, right? I'm just I'm just saying, like if it's rust, is rust, or if they're struggling, they're struggling. I just think we right. got to be more consistent mm-hmm. with what we're calling it. This is it's just football, and Brock the, when he's consistently throwing, I I personally don't like the way Kyle Shanahan is doing this two on one off and figuring it all. I, I really don't like it. I think it's a tad bit confusing, but I will say I understand it. Right. Because you're trying to prevent the t- the dead arm, the tired arm, what they call it, arm fatigue. Right. Last week, mm-hmm. last year, that's what Trey Lance had. And so you're trying to eliminate that and, and keep these quarterbacks arms as healthy as possible. Oh, speaking of Cleveland Farrell, I forgot yeah, I was, to mention that. Yeah, Please
1: he, bring that up. He, he, <laughs>
0: He hit the arm, the elbow. <laughs> uh, but Brock was on point. You know yep. what I mean? So, look, like I said, Brock finished 12 for 16. To me, that sounded like a damn good day. But the context was it didn't start well. And so, like, that's why a lot of things were alarming. Because at the beginning, it was looking like he was just not like himself. So,
2: I agree. Alright, so now I would like to talk about Javon Kinlaw.
1: <laughs> mm.
2: According to the high praise that he got from Armstead to people that have been out there, Armstead says JK has been balling. He's been looking amazing and dominating. It's been great to see this after his injuries and he's going to have a big year. I'm talking about all the work that he put in and everything and I'm it it was good to see it was really good to see
0: yeah out I, there. I don't know man i i just feel like the role and the responsibility is a little bit different for ken law this year and he's playing with a little bit more motivation this year i mm-hmm. mean it's a contractual year for ken law so we don't want to overlook that
3: yes um, that's
0: true and so uh with it being contractual He's probably going, to you know, he's probably going to do some things that we probably haven't seen before, like get a sack or two, maybe another pick six. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But he does look good. And he he, if you want to go back to the one on one drills and most broke down the one on one drills a little bit earlier, if you want to go back to that, like, let's talk about how he's he's dominating in these one on one drills. And so that's good, right? We need him to dominate in that. And here's my thing with with Ken Law. If his role and responsibility is changing, meaning he's probably not starting, which means he reverts to the rotational guy. And so that at him as a rotational defensive tackle, that's great for the Niners. They can bring him in, run stuffing downs, things like that. uh, And and, and he stays fresh. And I think more importantly, they're trying to figure out a way to keep him healthy. So – I think Ken Law's trending upwards. That's just me. I know it. I know he has to do it in order for people to believe it because not one 49er fan has faith.
1: <laughs> it's funny that you say that with you know us being called the faithful and all. And I, d- I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall right into it. Um I expect him to look good now because you know, even when he came in the league, he was a physical specimen. The, the kid is a beast. And then, even being in the league, being in you know the 49 er system, working with our trainers, working with guys like Armstead and Bosa, who showed him the told him the, the importance of keeping his body upright. You know, he trimmed down, he chiseled up, he looks good. Yep. Um, and in one on ones. I expect somebody who is as country strong as him to just throw dudes around. Here's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about when other bodies Mm -hmm. get around that knee. I'm worried about uh, because obviously he's been having issues with the knee, knee tendinitis, things of that nature, you know, kind of getting it scoped. But the more you go in there, the more scar tissue forms. And even when you go there and try to remove scar tissue, because you had to go in there and remove scar tissue, then scar tissue can form again. I've learned a lot about scar tissue because my wife is a nurse uh, more than I ever cared to know about scar tissue. Uh, but um what I worry about is when the games really matter and you're going up against the best of the best, but you have all of those guys, you have. Your guys that are on the defensive line, you have the five guys on the offensive line, plus anybody else who comes in there, running backs, trying to, you know, run up the middle, you know, tight ends, pulling, uh, you know, to, you know, chip block and things of that nature. Um, I want to see how he holds up. Now, like you said, because he is taking a lesser role as a rotational uh, defensive lineman instead of a starter, that is beneficial because that's less opportunities for him to be around those piles and to be around uh, a lot of bodies. Uh, but I, I I do breezy as much as, you know, I want to, you know, say that I'm faithful. I, I do need to see it, um, you know, when he's in there, you know, during these preseason games and when we get to the regular season, if he could just stay consistent and, and, and stay healthy, You know, when he's in those trenches around the, you know, the bodies that are going to be around his knee.
0: I think it's fair when you add like the context to why you feel the way you feel. Uh, I wish more people would explain it a little bit different. You know, explain it. I, mean, I think, you know, one thing I'm learning is you gotta find a way to provide that context because if not, people can take it whatever way they want and, you know, agree to disagree, whatever, whatever. So when you explain it with your context, like I think that that's 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 fair, right? Like I think I think that's why the majority of the people say they wanna see it, mm. um, but. I feel like in this camp it ain't gonna be peachy and creamy. No, you know, it, it he gonna be knocking knees with this defense and, and these bodies and things like that. And if he don't make it out of camp, I don't expect him to make it on the squad. So I think yeah. they're gonna come hard. They're gonna go hard in the mother freaking paint. What you think? You know they're gonna. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a task for him. I know today was day one with pads. It wasn't super ramped up, but I guarantee you, man, it's gonna get ramped up. It's gonna get ramped up. And and no, it's not the same as a simulation game, like a real game, uh, a game that counts. Uh, but if he makes it through camp. That's a step trending up. If he gets through preseason, there's another I'm talking about healthy. That's another step trending up. And then you 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 just let it fly when the regular season. And I think for me with Ken Laws, I'll give what I I'll take whatever he can give. Like, at the, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I do expect him to be dominant. That's why he was drafted to be dominant, mainly in the run game, though. Like, he wasn't supposed to be this big sack guy. He's supposed to be just a run-stuffing technique, defensive tackle, and I still think he brings that. Uh, he just has to find a way to stay healthy. I, I, and, I, and I think if, if he can figure that part out, if he has his body right, uh, if he has his diet right, if he has his mental right, if he has the physical aspect and the mental aspect, and he puts it together. I don't have any questions about his play. I think he's a strong Mickey Ficky, and I think he only gets beat when he's weak, and weak meaning physically. Like, he can't literally move with that knee. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I, I, I understand where you're coming from, man. Like, I, I do, so I can't disagree with you there. I just think that he's going he's gonna to have a year, and he's going to put the 49ers in a bind financially.
2: Mm. I like it. Some other uh standouts from today. Apparently. Hold
0: on, PG. Before okay. that, Jerry Hi. says it's more than his health. He was getting beat last year. Yeah, because of his health. No, right? but yeah, I,
1: I, I agree with you. Yeah. Bre- I think they 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 tried to pick on him in that NFC championship game against the Eagles. But that is literally the best offensive line in the league. And if he can't plant on that knee and anchor when you got Jason uh, Kelsey, Kelsey. <laughs> and then those other guys on that Eagles offensive line, you know, and they and they were double teaming him for a reason because what is the thought process? If he can't anchor, put two guys on him. He's going to have to move because he can't plant. And if he starts moving, bingo. We have six hundred pounds versus three. Bingo. We're going to be able to easily move him and create lanes. We've seen. Multiple times when Ken Law is healthy, him being able to stonewall two guys at one time. This is who we thought we were getting when we drafted him because that's what he showed in college. But if he can't plan on it, yeah, he may be able to run. He may be able to move side to side and, and, and you know, north to south. But if he can't plant an anchor and, and, and build that power from the legs up to hold a guy in position or move them, then... What do you expect him to do? So I, I agree with Breezy 100%. I think his knee wasn't 100%, which means he couldn't be as effective as he needed to be with the style of play that we are familiar with him playing. So and if I, he I, can do that in yeah. training camp and make it to the season, then I, I, I think we, we got something in Kenlaw.
0: Because I thought Mosey started the season off like on fire. He started,
1: he started well. I and was then like, he okay. He ended up on the IR somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. it was like it was like week four, week five. Was like, like, damn, what happened? We didn't even see the injury.
0: Like, it's just one of those things. But again, Mm -hmm. he has to find a way to stay to stay, you know, healthy. And and uh, I think him being in camp all off season, being at the facility, just sacrificing. You know, Drake Jackson talked about sacrificing. Just him sacrificing his time, his body, just to get right. I think that's a big up. And, and and sometimes you got to listen, when you, when you play the sport on that professional level, like you got to figure out you got to do whatever it takes to remove yourself from your regular world. Like you, you got to do whatever. And if locking yourself up at the facility was the way to just not go home, not eat a certain way, not hang out, not do those things. To me, that's a step up. That's a step up, that's showing progression, and that's letting me know that this kid means business. But the, again, you gotta get, the, can he stay healthy? And like Mo said, when them bodies start flying around, them, them incidental contact to the, to, the, to the legs and stuff like that, will it flare his knees back up to cause him not to be able to do some of the things we know he can do dominantly? And so that's the question. Uh, go ahead, Peachy, I'm sorry for cutting you off. I just wanted to talk about that one.
2: I know uh, that's fine. We we're just uh, talking about other defensive players. Um, it looks like that Javon Hargrave just you know came out with the what they thought he was going to look like. They really weren't saying too much about him. Is you know they like he was just as advertised, like just what we got by by um, signing him.
0: Yeah, I man, I, I can't wait to see how they're going to utilize him. He did speak, and mm-hmm. <laughs> first of all. He was killing me with the smile, bro. Like, he smiled at everything. It was, you You could have said, yo, you, you know, you, you, you lost a finger. It's okay, man. I'm going to get a new one. Like, <laughs> I can't even do it smiling. <laughs> yo, I love his spirit, uh, but he did talk about how it's different. He said that the defense is different. Mm-hmm. And so, I feel like we know what our defense is like, but I can't w- wait to see how he's utilized in his defense, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. And and I think him under him coming here and seeing that the defense is different. I think that probably added a level of invigoration to what he's what he does. Like, OK, yeah. this is this is different. This is something new. This is already good. How can I come in and add my spice, add my flavor and just continue to make this great and even you know better than what it is? Um, So, yeah, him on that defensive line and then with the rotation that we have, uh, we talked about offense being potentially being a special unit. Mm -hmm. This defensive unit can be really, really special as well. So um, I just want I just need to, to get to actual football and just see it all play out because, you know, on paper, everything looks great, but I want to see it. All come together. Got I agree.
0: Uh, go ahead, bg
2: No, go ahead, Breathing.
0: I was gonna say, did you you guys discuss the fight?
1: Yeah, we we discussed a couple of fights. We talked about Jawan Jennings trying to get on my good side. <laughs> uh, did he did he here. get
0: did he get his weight? Did he did he get up there? Because like, I mean, it's it's something about these wide receivers. They're overprotective. I freaking love it. Like, I'm Cause, loving cause every of bit of, of it. Because
1: all of them want to fight. So, Jawan... Tay Martin. He started a fight with a, with a linebacker. I didn't read who the linebacker was. It just said linebacker. And then he almost started another fight with T. Gitt. And then Tay Martin got into a fight with Quantrez Knight. Like, the wide receivers, they 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 tired of be looked at as divas. They tired of yeah. being looked at as, as and finesse weak. players.
0: <laughs> Listen... You can't, I, you better not call a 49ers wide receiver that.
2: Right. I, I tell
0: you what. So, Brennan Ayuk set the tone. He came out and said, anybody in a white jersey, middle finger, right? Bang, boom, cool. So, I'm like, I, right. so I'm expecting Ayuk to like just come out on fire, but you know what? He got disciples. And now, all of a sudden, Ayuk is just chilling, and now, the rest of the dogs are coming out this wide receiver group is different uh mentally wise like mentality wise right they're different and they're coming they they're, they're going to be on their method man all season long for those that don't know method man his first <laughs> single was bring the pain and i think that is the difference between the 49ers wide receivers so if they don't get if we don't have those 1000-thousand thousand yard wide receivers i don't care as long as they blocking, as long as they get in yak like they normally do, as long as they not dropping passes, cause Mo's can't stand that, and neither can I, and I understand Juwan Jennings gotta catch the ball. So but at the end of the day, as long as they keep doing those little things to make the offense tick and move, man. And the, and, and, and why the wide why so you mean to tell me the wide receivers, our wide receivers aren't scared of our linebackers? I mean, did you see our linebackers? you see Marcelino McCreary <laughs> right. Ball? Dre Greenlaw is knocking cats out and mm-hmm. boxing. Fred Warner got dangerous hands. Uh, like, what is going on? Like, they're not afraid? I love it. love it. I love it.
2: Great. That's great. Only thing that Kyle said was that, you know, at the end of the day, we do need each other. Um, and we just all got to, that they all have to stick together.
0: Why, why great one seven six five. got to correct me? Now, listen, his first <laughs> single off to Cal was Bring the Pain. He, that, that, what Method Man, M-E-T-H-O-D Man, which is a song that he's, that, that they, they sampled the singing part. I want to say it was from Hall & Oates or somebody, like, it's, 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 it's called Method or something. Anyway, I was listening to it in the gym. Anyway, that was on the Wu-Tang Clan album.
1: Aha. Hmm.
0: But he's right. He said I was right later on. I I I couldn't wait. I had to call him out. But But no, back to the back to the fight night, man. Look, the 49ers, wide receivers are, are are just different. They have a different mentality. Uh these and here's what I like. I think it's gonna strengthen the defense. I think that I think those DBs are gonna come out scrappy they're not gonna stand down and you need that because you do got a bunch of divas and i i don't think there's any tough guys on any other team i think there's some really good talented guys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i'm talking literally tough guys no no one's trying to see debo no one's no. trying to see brandon Ayuk. i think brandon Ayuk might fight i don't know if debo will fight he'll just he'll just you know he, he'll just knock you over, but I think Brandon Ayuk might lay the, the kick punch, like, you know, the combo. It might.
2: It's oh, just like, crazy.
0: Like, like
1: Andre Johnson
0: did. Like Andre Johnson game. did. Now, yes. most, I feel like the Niners. Didn't Kyle Shanahan coach Andre Johnson yeah. in
2: Houston? Yes, he did.
0: Do you see where I'm the connection now? <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm.
2: I loved Andre Johnson, man.
1: He was awesome. Yeah, he was a dog. He was, he was a, a dog.
0: Dog. <laughs> dog. Do you see any Iuk? Do you see any Ayuk or Johnson in Iuk? I know they physically I, I, built different, but I, mentality-wise.
1: I, I, no, I do, mentality-wise, because Andre Johnson was quiet. Andre Johnson was a wide receiver who went out there and handled his business. And if you took him to that level, as Cortland Finnegan found out, you was gonna get the smoke. <laughs> you didn't. Hey, right. his name. People forgot who he was, bro. Oh, yeah. no, I, I didn't, I didn't. Yo, yo. So, like, when you talk about mentality, Ba is not one of them rah rah out there doing all the talking. Dah, dah, dah. When when they come out of the tunnel, Debo's the one in the front with Trent. He's them hype. Yeah, you see Jawan. You may see Danny Gray. Have you ever seen 11 at the front of that pack dancing with them? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, he in the back somewhere getting locked
0: in. Them the scary ones, right? The quiet, the silent that, killers. Exactly.
1: Mm. Exactly. Talk about same farts, way.
0: YouTube. Talk about the farts, YouTube. We're talking about the farts. Um,
1: <laughs> Julio, Julio Jones, the same way. He ain't really say much or nothing. I'm going to just go out here. I know that I'm better than you, and I'm going to prove it. So, yeah, that 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 quiet dog mentality where like, yeah, they may not say nothing to you. And you are very particular about what you say to them. Because if you awaken that in them, then mm. the dog really going to come out mm. and you're just going to get beat on like or bit. You're going like, to get like you're going to get locked on. You're going to get beat on like Bud did Spence this weekend.
0: Yo, how was the dude able to still fight with all the blood dripping on his face, yo? Like he his eyes was like
1: Dog, his his face was as red as your Wayne Breezy flag <laughs> behind you. That's how red his face was.
0: Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Um any more fights you feel like? Now now I feel like the fights that are happening at 49ers camp, I think it's it's healthy. Uh, for the team, as long as they're not like physically injuring anybody, but I like nice. the scrap. I like, you know, because a lot of players talk junk, but then they won't do nothing. But the ones that do something, that I'm, tells me something.
1: Here's, I'm so, uh, you said if there any, where you, I think you were about to ask the question, do you think there'd be any more fights?
0: I know there's going to be fights on that Raiders practice Ooh.
1: week. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, I, I definitely want to see.
0: Oh, we want to see some, fights. I like this. Some, All
1: right, guys, which oh, yeah, fight sure. do y'all want to see? Go ahead, Mo. <laughs> I, I, I I I want to see something between that offense and that defensive line. And I was going to say this when we were talking about him earlier. Maybe Ken Law just need to grab somebody and punch them in the mouth. Or, no, I, or, he can't, or, he or can't. take an Aaron might, Banks not and not just body and slam him. Yo,
0: I got the worst, cons- the weirdest conspiracy about Ken Law. And I know it's not for this show. But... After that interview, shit hit the fan for him.
1: And I was going to I was going to bring that up too. I think with what you said, as much work as he's done to try to get his body right for somebody to, you know, crap on it and to belittle him, I think that's what frustrates you the most. So like yes, he's been eating right. He's been at the facility day in and day out, trying to get his body right, trying to get the knee fixed, trying to stay healthy. It's not like he's not doing anything. It's not like he isn't grinding. That's one thing that you we cannot say about Javon Kinlaw. He, on, during the offseason, and when he has time, off, he rehabs and he works and he's trying to figure it out. It just hasn't paid dividends as of yet. So, But I, I, I hear what you're saying. That, that interview and that kind of mean streak that came from him you know, it, sometimes it does put a negative stigma on you as a person. Mm-hmm. And I and you're right. Maybe maybe a fight from him, uh, you know, would only add more negative than it does positive. He has but, to
0: just prove it on the field, bro. Like, yeah. he, like in, in order to silence, in order to break that stigma, he just got to go out there and do it. Because yeah. I feel like he got, the one thing we know is he has a mouth. But why we haven't heard from him? Ever right. since that interview, like right. not even a not a presser, not a not a nothing, right? right?
1: But I'm I'm wondering why, or maybe it just wasn't reported. You know, obviously, the quarterbacks are wearing the, the black non-contact jersey for a reason. Correct. Cleveland Farrell hit Brock Purdy's surgically repaired arm. No one from the offense. Grabbed maybe. him up and, and 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 gave him a little two piece and a biscuit, like, bro. Are, what are, are you I'm, trying to end our season before it starts? Like, <laughs> or maybe he's trying to
0: get Trey Lance back out there.
1: Yeah, but even so, don't do it that way.
0: Because <laughs> that means
1: because that because mean, that means we're down a guy.
0: I, listen, I understand. I'm just, I'm just. Look, it, it must have been like a bang bang quick thing. The one thing I think Brock does is he holds the ball too long. I know people don't. I know he. I know he processes and gets the ball out of his hand quick. When he's trying to take that shot, he's just holding the ball, and that's when stuff happens. Now, I'm not blaming him for his injuries. I just feel like. Maybe it was one of those type of plays. Again, I wasn't there. I can't tell you. Like we got, we can ask someone, one of our, our comrades that was there to kind of give us more context on it. But hey, I'm surprised that he didn't get, you know, reprimanded for that. You don't hit the quarterback. Period.
3: Mm-hmm. Not no. in a
0: black jersey. I don't care who the quarterback is. You don't hit the quarterback. So I don't know if the team was, uh, or if the, of course, sir. I all right. After the players fights. Do you think any of the coaches want to fight Chris Kosirik? No. <laughs> That's no. Th- That's yeah, his guy. You
1: know. Especially none of the offensive guys.
0: That's his guy. I'm no. just saying. I, I think it would have came down to something like that. Kosirik probably cussed everybody out and then took and reprimanded Cleveland Farrell behind the scenes or something like that. I don't know. I'm just making this stuff up. But you got to stay off the quarterbacks. You got to stay off got the quarterbacks. You especially during this time uh you don't hit the quarterbacks that's why they wear the dark jerseys. so you know who the quarterback is uh the defense is in white and the offense is in red so you got you got it you got to do that uh but yeah man uh peachy let's wrap up the show i think this is pretty good i need some food i
2: okay. got some uh got two super chats to get to right here mr sean thank you i'm glad brock got hit hard today and isn't hurt <laughs> Got that monkey off his back early. Breezy was playing Call of Duty. <laughs> did my pudding.
0: Yo, I cannot play Call of Duty, yo. that is, I can't do it. I I can't get it. Like, I just get mad after I I can't get my aim right.
1: <laughs> Try. No. Nah. Um, no, no, no. Listen. Try uh, Battlefield. Okay. 2042.
0: Because by, by,
1: uh, I, uh, I can't. For, I'm I'm terrible at Call of Duty. I don't but know I, why. I I, I
0: want to be good. I, I just... would like
1: to be cuz everybody plays on that. So I'm terrible at Call of Duty. But a, a friend of mine from college, he was like, "Yeah, I don't play Call of Duty. I play Battlefield." He's cuz at the time he was like, "I feel Battlefield is more realistic." So I've been playing Battlefield and then I I stopped playing it a little bit. But then recently I just got Battlefield 2042 and started playing it. I picked it up in like 2 days. Okay. I'll try. Now now I'm mm-hmm. now I'm averaging 18, 20 kills a match. For some I'm reason, I'm better at Battlefield than I am at Call of Duty. I get on Call of Duty, I can't get a kill to save my life. Battlefield, yeah, every, I'm cooking.
0: Everybody wants to play with me because I'm I'm an easy kill. So, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I, I don't care. I'll just be having fun. But, yeah, Sean, thank for sure. you for the contribution.
2: Thank you, Sean. Tara Dome, thank you for the super chat. And we got a kicker who can kick 60. Think about it. New Rule, get the ball at the 25-yard line just get 32 yards field goal at a minimum. We just need 32 yards of possession.
0: He kicked a 55-yarder today, yo. He sure like did. He was
1: 3-for-3 he was, he was, he was three three mm-hmm. from 38, 48, and 55. Yep. But then uh, was. Pinheiro was also 3-for-3. Three three you mean from, Grant? I mean,
0: what's, yeah, what's their other kicker name?
1: Isn't it Pinheiro? Or is it Gonzalez? Who was Gonzalez. It? There it That's is. That's it. Uh, he ours. was yeah. he was good from 38 48 and he won up or two up. Mm, Moody and was good from 57.
0: Oh, so there's a kicker competition going on.
1: Apparently there is a kicking competition.
0: You know Kyle Shanahan and <laughs> <I> t- <laughs> You know, it's just it's just tough. Tr- it's tough.
2: Another uh, super chat for Mister Sean. I think Wilkes would fight <laughs> Coseric. Wilkes looks like he'd sneak a shank in, don't he? Just saying. Be blessed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wilkes looks like he's related to Morgan Freeman or something. Yes. Like, yeah, I I, I knew it wasn't just me. They look like they related, but yeah. Uh, I
1: don't I don't know. I don't I, know about the shank part, but
0: I, Wilkes looks like he has hands. I feel like Croseric might be all bark, and if you could get past the yelling and the cursing. You just punch him in the throat. Think you'd be good.
1: Yeah, Wil Wil's one of them uncles that like is is quiet, minding his business. And then like when the uh, when his brother come in, your other uncle who loud and drink a lot, he just be talking. All right now. Go, go ahead about your business. No, like, no. He, he wanted <laughs> go ahead, to go ahead about your business now. Go ahead. And then that uncle keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. And then Steve Wilkes, that uncle that put his brother down. Like, I told you stop playing. Now look at you. And then go right back about his business. He wanted them quiet uncles that don't say much of yeah. But if you, if you get on his nerves enough, he going to put you down.
2: Yeah.
0: Mike, I noticed you. <laughs> because... That is not what I was saying. I'm just saying they look like they cousins. That's it. I ain't mean nothing by it. Mike,
1: man. That's, but no, but that's crazy with the look of like my wife texts me. I guess she saw your thumbnail cuz sometimes uh-huh. she goes on YouTube during the day to put on stuff for the kids. Uh-huh. And she saw your thumbnail. Uh-huh. And she was like she looked at it, she was like, "What the hell is Marcus doing on Breezy's channel?" So she texted me. She was like, "Who's number 71 for the 49ers?" I was like Trent Williams. She was like, I looked at the TV screen and I thought that was you. I said, "What?" So I was like, "Yeah, every a lot of people say that I look like Trent Williams." And then Mike. I had to, I had to show her a picture of DJ Jones. And I was like, "They used to say I look like him too."
0: Yeah, I see DJ more than Trent, but she, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She, Mike crazy. She, she thought I was Trent Williams. I was like, I wish <laughs> <laughs> I be at training. I be at training camp right now, throwing this around. Oh, no Nick Bosa here Oh, all y'all getting it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Guys,
0: we got to get out of here, man. (laughs) Uh, Is there any more? Are we done? Because that was funny. I would just like to
2: thank everyone for tuning in. You you guys are awesome. The chat was popping as usual. We appreciate you all so much. Uh the Wayne Breezy show should be back on Wednesday. So we'll have some oh. updates for you on that.
0: This Wednesday, Peachy, there won't be a Wayne Breezy oh, show. sorry. No, nope, no, you didn't know. <laughs> there won't be a Wayne Breezy show, but there will be the John and Wayne show, which got postponed because John will be at training camp on tomorrow. So there will be uh, the Wayne Breezy. Show. It'll be a one show because we do it at his time, 1 p.m. my time. So we'll just do that one show for Wednesday so I just wanted to put that out there
2: okay and stay tuned because me and Breezy have a fantasy show coming we're trying to the
0: fantasy show is going to be crazy Oh, I'm so excited (laughs) because if you need help in drafting Peachy is the one I would tell you she wins leagues and if you got a keepers league if she told you Peachy just give them four players from your keepers league (laughs) my
2: keeper
0: from your keepers hurry up man give it to them give it to them raw too because they're going to be mad Whoa.
2: Well, I have I have Christian McCaffrey.
0: Come on, Cooper Cup. Come, how do you get two of the best white people in football? <laughs> like, how Facts. is that even possible?
1: Facts.
2: I try to remember who else I had. Now I done forgot. Dang.
0: damn, Pidgey, they were stars too. Like I'm like, hold
2: on, hold on, one second, and I tell you right quick on my NFL fantasy thing here.
0: All I'm NFL saying is history. she meant to
1: say Justin Jefferson and Jamar I Chase. I felt
0: like it's a Justin Jefferson or Chase coming. Hold on. I to tell like you
2: right now, I got it right here on um, my keeper. Saying everybody's mad too; they all hate me. I got Christian McCaffrey, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, and Travis Kelsey.
0: Well, guys, we're gonna go ahead and remove her from the show because there is no way that her league should allow her to have That's those players, yo.
1: That's crazy.
0: How is that? Who is in charge? Find the moderator from that league so I can I can do something.
1: And she just get to keep them.
0: They, every season that's every season that's um true. guys we just so, having yeah, we fun to,
1: we need to uh, for um for that one league that we're in with travis we need to do uh a multi-stream
0: oh that's crazy because there is some crazy content like cam emin is in that joint uh, yeah there's a
2: bunch of them I, got, saw him, you know, I saw
0: mm-hmm. him just
1: jump in there yeah uh that's we gonna be a crazy week. Ch- we got Chapman in there. We got and, Croc in there. Yeah,
0: Croc is in there. Uh, Roscoe is in there. It's mm-hmm. gonna be. It's gonna be crazy. Yep. I I tried to get somebody from nothing but Niners in there, but he clearly didn't want to click on the link, Mike. Oh. And so yeah, talking about I don't do sleeper because they be cheating. What the heck, Mike? Mike. Whatever, Mike.
2: Run it back six. I don't know how I got four first round picks. All I know is is that we have a keepers league, and I'm really good at drafting. And so Sean is
0: killing us right that's now. That's who I.
2: That's who I have left. That's who I have. Um, yeah.
0: Look what he said to you. <laughs> she got a league. but that, listen, like I said, she's really good at drafting. She stays on top. If you guys don't know about Peachy, she's on top of sports. Period. Football, basketball—those are her two niches. She's on top of it. So, like, make sure you guys are following her on Twitter as well. Her YouTube channel will be starting up very soon, and there's going to be some new exclusive shows that Peachy's going to be bringing to you. So, I'm excited. Got a lot of things in the works, guys. Did VZ just say I look like uh, a seventy? These yo, the, when you get the yellow tents, yo. First of all, you these are the uh, these are the zinnies. Mm-hmm. And good luck trying to find them. These are exclusive. Like I feel like I'm the, I'm one of the only few with this pair. Uh, so if you want them, uh, yeah, you got to hit me up with my Venmo. And then uh, I'll make a delivery, special delivery. You know what I'm saying? But guys, great show, Peachy Moes, y'all held it down as always. I'm sorry I had to call from the whip, but on certain Mondays I have rehearsal. I got to get the choir right. They did, they did, they, they thing today too. It was so good. We, I brought back melodies from heaven. I brought Ooh, back we're nice. blessed. I brought back nice. the classics. You feel me? Awesome. Like nothing wrong with today's gospel music, but mm-hmm. that's the music that saved my spirit, saved my Facts. soul. So. Yep. Uh it was good show man. Uh let's see. Oh here. So listen. All right. Let let me address this for those that uh want to join the Discord. Let me address this. So we were doing this R&B male R&B battle and whatever happened
1: with that I ain't well, well, the let, let,
0: let, let me explain the, let me explain it whatever. I didn't even mean to take anybody's dub away. That's not what my intentions were. But Moe's, you know how I'm busy? hmm Yo, my watch was dead, bro, because they kept messaging, oh, this person cheated. This person did that. Uh, he wasn't even, how are he going to pick Mike's guy, and Mike already got the guy? And I'm just like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to cancel it. There's nothing, like, it's over. Like, like, we're done. We'll start it over again. I'll revamp it, rethink it. We'll come up with some new rules and, and whatever. Because, you know, I'm an on-the-fly guy. So, stuff be tra- I just couldn't take it anymore. The messages was killing me. And I was just like, you know what? We're done with it. So, I didn't do that did, on purpose because did you everybody, Did everybody sing and send in a 20 songs? It, it changed. We, they, they did a revamp. Like, I... It was different because we we tagged you, but you ain't respond. Oh
1: yeah, I'm I'm slacking. I wasn't in the Discord. That's my fault. I got. <laughs> but um,
0: it, uh, you know, it it was. Mike says he was murking them. Like I like Jax beat me. She had Bobby Brown. I used Justin Timberlake, Peachy. Like we we were gonna have uh, a ni. Tournament and, and and the real joint, it was dope. But y'all was complaining too f- effing much, man. I not even take though
1: compl- I wasn't there. I know I had to at least win a couple rounds because I got babyface. Yo, so, well, see, they,
0: listen, it was it was dope. I don't want to be the leader of it anymore. I just want to play. I, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Cause 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 they all they did was complain. Like imagine getting ten complaints ten times in in thirty minutes.
1: Oh yeah, no! I'm turning it off. I'm, I'm trying, trying to sing off.
0: a country song that I don't know too well, and all I see is I'm like, okay, Discord, I'm I'm done. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. But guys, that's nice. Joe, not a
2: Cali boy. I like that, that. Is
0: that is? I'm in a keeper league. He got Debo, AJ Brown. Woo. Uh Prayers up for Joe Burrow too. Guess what, guys? No, ain't no new injuries. Right.
1: Yes. Uh, around it. So you talking about for the 49ers? Or I'm talking about for the 49ers. 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 I don't go around. Oh, yeah. that's, that's Mo's
0: show. Mo's got the lead show. Uh, oh, yeah. no, no new injuries. All right. Um, so that's a good thing. But, guys, you guys stay healthy, man. Stay cool or whatever or whatnot. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Nitty Gritty Niners is back. I'm so excited, man. You guys just Mondays are going to be great. Fear is coaching football right now. So I know a lot of people are like, well, where's Fear? Mm-hmm. He's a he's a head coach. He's coach. Yep. Uh, and so once that kind of like he gets his schedule down packed, he definitely will be rejoining us uh, on the surface here. But it's good to be here. Peachy, you held it down. Moles again, you held it down. Everybody in the chat held it down. Shout out to the breezy's bunch. All right, man. Make sure you got your alert set to all and on. I hope not, uh, nothing but Niners will be live tomorrow night. Mike, figure it out. Go bowling another night. We got it. We got to get back to get back to the grind. I, I, mean, I think nothing
2: But Niners is coming on tonight. He put tonight? on a thing.
0: Oh hell no! He on a going special.
2: He's got a special. Um, I bet you thing he do. See, this
0: is the thing about Mike. Let me tell you about Mike. <laughs> Last minute. <'cause headed. laughs> this motherfucker never stick to the script, right? We got a script mm-hmm. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and then he hit you with the impromptu show. And I'm like, bro. I go to bed. My watch died. That means it's time to go to bed. I go to bed at nine thirty. Now I'm up at four. Mike wants to do his show,
2: but and he, live tonight.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to tune in. He has a special Fun guest,
2: so I'm trying to, to figure out who his special guest is.
1: So you with know what, Mike? special guest and yes. input from some former oh, 49ers I know who it is. Yeah. It's Eric Crocker. what's going on with the QB <laughs> position.
0: It's going to be E. My man E. E's going to be there. That's what's up, Mike. Shout out to Mike and Eric Crocker. <laughs> you know, I'll watch tomorrow morning when I wake up and go to the gym since you wanted to do an impromptu (laughs) show. Because everybody be like, oh, you won't be with number nine. I do, but might be changing the schedule every freaking week. I'm a schedule guy. I'm a Capricorn. That shit got (laughs) a point. It's got to be, you know what I mean? All right. Peachy, take us home. I'll keep talking.
2: (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Probably. That's a good point. Thank you guys for tuning in. We had a blast. It was fun. Thank you for for being patient with me and
1: most.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to go back and watch. What, okay, tell me what happened. What happened with the technical difficulties?
1: It was something with my AirPods. So I I had my AirPods in, but the sound wasn't coming in them. So I was trying to figure out, and I had to, like, reconnect them. But then it cut the sound out, and I couldn't hear Peachy, but she could hear me. But then they, the chat thought that Peachy was muted. I I don't know Guys,
0: it's StreamYard's fault. And we'll leave it at that.
1: Go ahead, Peachy. Amen. <laughs>
2: we'll have another show that'll be back at the same time. <laughs> 7 o'clock Mondays. Check us out. We're just looking forward to a really good week of training camp. and Nick Bosa getting signed this
0: week. <laughs> Ooh, there it is. That's a take. Guys, stay up. Stay faithful. Always keep it nitty gritty, baby. We out. Peace.